This episode of Dear Jessamine has profanity, sex talk, weed smoking, and a bunch of other shit that's just not for everybody. You also may not agree with the stuff we say or how we say it, and we think that's great. We promote cannabis medicine to people over 21. If you're not 21, come back when you are. What I want to do to myself is selfish in the best way. Yeah. All right. Okay. You see yourself there? Yeah, I do. I see you here. You can't really see yourself. Is the camera turned on? Yeah. I wish we could shut the bathroom door. That's always what I wish. It's okay. Oh, you don't like the way that looks like that? I don't like clutter. I think it's uh, like... There's a lot of clutter in here right now. I mean, just there's right like now. a lot of clutter behind me. It's like organized chaos, though, which is it's nicer. deeply organized chaos. Nicer than just chaotic chaos, which... Have you ever been criticized for having a messy space that you knew was actually deeply organized, but other people just wouldn't understand it? I think that I have will answer this question by saying that I have mostly been doing the criticizing of people's messy spaces in a way that, that may or may not be in order to fend off what you're saying. Oh, I see. Like no. you were judging other people for what I just grew do. up in a really messy space and I've kept my spaces pretty tidy and it gives me a lot of anxiety to be in messy spaces. And I'm sure it has everything to do with childhood. Definitely. I mean, I've connected those in words, but I'm only connecting them in feelings right now. For sure. Yeah. Because yeah. there was so much other shit going on with the messy space mm-hmm. that I feel like I just associate probably all that. Yeah, totally. Um, so the question is, have I been criticized for having a messy space? That was actually really organized, but nobody yeah. else understood it. Yeah. Yeah. I think most of my office spaces mm. have required a lot of shit in them Mm. for whatever, like right now, almost all of our production equipment that we don't have on board here is in my office. Mm -hmm. So I know where everything is, but I don't know if Amber, my chief of staff would come in and know. She'd be like, what the fuck? She would never be like that. She'd be like, um, okay, so homie, I actually organized these things in. <laughs> so I know that you didn't think of this, order of but... color and alphabetically. I know that they're. I didn't know if this was a gimbal or if it was a. <laughs> so I just put it in both places. <laughs> so I just put it in both places. I have been criticized quite a bit for having spaces that seem messy to other people mm-hmm. and perhaps fit the definition of being messy. But in truth, I believe that those people just did not have a clear understanding of what goes on in my life and what I need. And what I need sometimes is to have my shit everywhere, but it's actually really organized. I feel you. I think the key there is to not. Yeah. If somebody doesn't like your space, they should leave it. Parents included. (laughs) That's technically their space, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think they were the main ones critiquing. They're, they're the people that I'm talking about. <laughs> how would you ever learn as an how would you as an adult have the option of being tidy or not if people didn't give you the skills as a younger person? Oh, no, I mean, I think I was messy, you know, like it's was. I am so much less messy. <laughs> like you don't even understand. You don't even care and you don't have to. I'm just letting you know that I'm actually a relatively tidy person now. I'm into it. Okay. You you would not call me a relatively. I'll say that on my OKCupid profile back in the day, they have one of those, you know, they have like these questions of mutual exclusivity. Like, would you ever date a messy person? Oh my God. They literally did. Do you think they still do? Anyway, I'm sure of it. 
but now they have like um, probably really poorly worded like anti-racism questions oh or at least more of them. I never knew what to put on my OkCupid okay profile and helped me write my OkCupid okay profile actually. That's nice. It was very nice. And they helped me um, in my first few communications with Helped you like communicate with that person? I would be like, he said this. What should I say? Cute. They'd be like, you should say this. <laughs> they would. Gemini has to know the answer even if it's like cutting their heart out. God, I don't know that that was what that was for me then, but I, I would do that even. I would, I would help. I would, yeah. I'm actually miffed that you don't consult me more in your flirtations. I don't really do that much flirting these days, but I feel like we should talk about the trip, not our trip where we are going across the country to visit 48 states. Although you we, don't want to talk about the trip. That trip started the trip. Yeah. Well, should we start the show like yeah. officially? Let's okay, start cool. the show. Hi, Ash. Hey, Jessamine. Remember when you told me that you don't like me to call you Ash? Um, yes. <laughs> I'm over it. Really? Sadly, yes. I've been doing a lot recently. I know. You know when you do it? Mm. When you don't feel that close to me. Is that right? Mm-hmm. That's why I don't like it. I don't know if that's true. That's how it feels. It's like what comes along with you calling me that. You have mm. such beautiful and impeccable patterns. Mm. It's almost hard to learn because the mm. truth of it is so intense sometimes mm. like, is that right yeah like when you said baby last night I was like you're definitely looking at something from this one ex of yours because you say it in this very specific way mm, and then I wasn't. asked and you're like shady you said yes you did you had looked at something from her it was not from her did I said baby I was talking about somebody else I was talking about we're just using names now no, I know. It's, please, no, I th- that'll get bleeped out. I'm just saying that I was not talking to her. I literally you wasn't. hadn't just been looking at something from her. I literally you had just not been. you told me that you had. I said that earlier, like either yeah. she yeah. had messaged me at some point, which now I can't. It was. I said that she sent me. Yeah, she did message me yesterday, but that's not what I was looking at when you said that. When I said baby, I was not sure. talking about her. Why would I lie? I think you're lying. <clears throat> oh my God. I think you were looking at a text from your ex. Are you kidding? And then either before or after that, you looked at a text from this other person. I literally wasn't. Like, I promise you I wasn't. I say baby all the time to lots of people. Which is why I'm not, which is why I'm over you not calling me Ash. I'd rather you call me the thi- a thing that you don't call other people. And if it happens to be my name that everybody else calls me to, it's fine. But I don't like to be one of your hoes. It's not my preference. You know? The person in question is not one of my hoes. I just want to say. The person who's... You know, she, uh, you know, you she might be. Yeah, I think I could. <laughs> you said you could. <laughs> You've got an icebox that is just so large. Uh, it's like I'm whatever. learning about it more and more. The icebox is... Shit's freezer burnt in there. Like, there's things in there. And there's things that would take, like, days to heat up, weeks to heat up, you months. Do it. I think I'm... At this stage of my life, not very interested in, like, needing to do that. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, I'm only trying to do that if it's, like, okay, this person is someone that I'm, like, really interested in getting to know. Mm-hmm. But generally speaking, I think that I'm I'm kind of good. Like, I know I've had sex. You know what I mean? I think so. I think I feel very confident at this stage of my life that I have had, like, most of the kinds of sex that you can have and I enjoy it and I would like to continue having it. 
but that doesn't make me that curious about straight girls for one thing <laughs> like I'm, I'm not interested in straight girls and maybe the right straight girl see I don't know literally that's the thing that accompanies every time you say I'm not interested in something You're like but then again I could probably do that well, if I change one, my mind. But you change your mind a thousand percent of the time. So. It's cancer season. One must lean into the truth of there being a million options and a million different ways to feel. And you're saying that I'm cyclical, that I have patterns, Yeah. that I, I'm sure I have patterns. I think my patterns probably exactly follow the phases of the moon. Yep. Like you are Mars, God of War. Hot, hot, hot. Well, Come there you have, have it. Will you go first? What are we bringing in this week? Yeah, what are you bringing in? Oh my God. Week? I have so much spaciousness. I feel so much more spaciousness this week than I have in a really long time. And I don't know how long that will last, but I think that being out in the woods is helpful. Mm-hmm. I think that us actually getting into the camper is helpful. Mm-hmm. Like just being, and I don't know, maybe the camper thing will turn into an absence of spaciousness. But I just feel so much, I feel lighter in terms of like just things that I'm carrying I'm like it is incredible to me to be able to know where all of my shit is like I'm like it's there's a small amount of stuff that is in a storage unit in Durham and what's that it's mostly books memories a couple of yeah memory boxes a couple of pieces of furniture scooters motorcycles scooters motorcycle the our bikes we're very like active people like interesting people like do things the things that we saved you saved your grandmother's furniture right uh, and portrait and portrait i saved some posters that are like important to me mm-hmm. and other memory type things some books uh the spin bikes i love that scooters motorcycles i do too i i like our priorities me too uh, I'm inviting this week. Oh man. I tell you sometimes that my parents were on this whole kick when I was a teenager of me being able to tell them like, okay, instead of talking back or arguing or whatever, mm. when they'd be like, do this, I'd have to like change it a hair or, <clears throat> you know, find control somehow. They'd be like, just say, okay. And it was a really hard thing to surrender to, especially at that stage. Like you're supposed to be breaking away. You're supposed to be developing an autonomous structure of yourself, you know? And a lot of parents struggle with adolescent uh, realness, <laughs> I guess. So anyway, they'd be like, just say, okay. And it's so funny because at the time I was like, you're ridiculous people and this <laughs> is never going to happen. So you picked the wrong one. I'm still smoking. it. Um, <laughs> I was just letting you off the hook. So anyway, little did I know at that time, it was just going to come in handy for me as a personal grown-up. Mm-hmm. That there are a lot of things I just have to say okay to. We were um, starting to argue yesterday about um, different projects and like uh, who's running what on the team, you know? Oh, yeah. And I think you went to the bathroom, which you do this a lot when we start to get in a heated thing. You'll find some way to be like, I just have to write a note. I just have to send an email. I just have to talk to this person. I just have to go to the bathroom. I just have to whatever. And it used to bug me because I'd be like, we're in the middle of something. But now it really gives me this opportunity to think about my priorities on the note of priorities. And I don't want to argue with you about decisions that are not my business anyway. So it gave me the opportunity to take some space from my feelings about it and like be like, why am I? I'm just looking for control somewhere. 
because there's so little, there's so much that feels out of my control in a lot of ways. And I don't need to do that in that way. And I don't need to fuck with my, like the projects that we're actually actively working on and like needing input from each other on, like, I don't need to put my opinion on something that's not really up to me anyway, you know? So, so I've taken, so I'm inviting the word. Okay. Cause I want to be, I want to detach myself from things that I don't need to have feelings about, you know? And that's like weird for me. That's new for me. I shouldn't say weird, but it's not, you know, it's a practice of surrender that I think that I'm at a stage that I'm really actually ready for now in a way that when my parents were asking me to do it, I was like, bitch, no, <laughs> this is my fucking life. Are you fucking kidding me? You have me confused for someone else. Anyway, so I'm inviting that in. I appreciate you listening to my long winded. I'm glad that you are inviting that in. Well, what is the thing that you're inviting in? Okay. Okay. Ugh. I love that. Thanks. I just want to say one thing in response to what you said about <laughs> us in the office. I am very much a robot at work. Like if I, if I hit a groove, yeah. which I like to just do because I don't like to be at work, honestly. Like I like the work that we do yeah. and I'm grateful to be able to do what I love, but I don't want to just be at work. So when I'm at work, I want to just get it over with and like be just like do it and that's why like i don't usually stop to take breaks mm -hmm. i don't <clears throat> excuse me i this always used to bother me about like working um hourly positions where they'd be like you have to take a lunch break at this time you have to take a break at this time mm -hmm. i just be like i would like to just do this work and go home because i will take a break at home right <laughs> but especially like with an eight hour shift if it's something where it's like a clear thing like i'll take a break when i feel like it for like 15 minutes or right. something or I'll go smoke weed for 30 minutes and come back. But, and that's really how I work now, except I don't really prefer to take a break during the work time. So that when you come into my office to talk to me about something that I may or may not have been thinking about prior to that, which likely I wasn't, mm -hmm. I am still in a flow of doing other things so that you usually come in when I need to go to the bathroom or when, or like, this is, this is also what will happen is that you'll come in and we'll like, I'll be like broken from the mental chain. And then I'll be like, fuck, I've needed to go to the bathroom for like the last hour and I mm -hmm. haven't. And so then I'll be like, Oh, I can't hear this person because I need to pee so badly. And then it's easier to ignore needing to pee when I'm not talking to somebody or something like that. So I think that's how that can happen. I'm guessing. I don't know. But you do it when we're not at work, too. I don't. I guess I'm. It's not. a. I don't think I think that you have conflict avoidant strategies and it's not weird or bad. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm literally like, I'll fight anybody anytime. Pee or not. Nah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, I'm not saying you're doing something I'm wrong. I'm also frequently like, you can come with me to the bathroom. No, of course. I, I'm I'm saying that you break, you you make a break in the rising conflict. And then I have to make a choice if I want to continue that rise in conflict when you get back or not. And what I'm saying is, it isn't my first choice because I would rather somebody just fight me and then we get it over with and then it's done. But that's not life. And that's also not what I prefer all the time anyway. I just think I want that right then because that's what I want right then. What I'm saying is it's a nice break because I wouldn't offer it to myself. And nine times out of 10 these days, I don't pick the conversation back up because it's not that important. Mm -hmm. 
I will just say to you that what the fuck do you think it is when people hit me up on Slack when I'm in a groove and I have to drop everything and talk to them about it? It's the same thing. I just happen to be the only person who slacks you in person. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't do this all the time. Like where it's like you describing it like I'm trying to get out of a conversation with you. Like I don't I'm not experiencing it that way. Mm-hmm. At least not that I can think of. And sometimes you will say, you know what? I don't even need to No, sometimes I'll say what? I'm so I need to know. Sometimes you will say things that are like you'll be like, "Well, this is how it is." And I'll be like, "There is a whole other way to say to see that." And then you'll just be like, well, that's that way. This is how it is. And I'll be like, bitch, what? You're obviously going to see things really differently yeah. at work than I am. But yeah. what the fuck am I supposed to bring you your perspective or mine? No, I'm just saying that, like, I feel like you don't always receive my perspective as something that is equal to your own. You don't offer, you, you often offer your, the, like, curated omniscient view. You're like, well, there are things you don't know, and that's just that. And I'm like, cool. Have a great day. Curated omniscient voice. I don't experience it that way. I or like I guess I do. I don't mean to. It doesn't feel like that's what I'm doing. I literally don't. I, I, I don't think there's anything. I'm not complaining. Does it sound like I'm complaining about you? Definitely. I'm Whatever. literally not. <laughs> I'm it's cancer season. Okay. Let me feel my feeling. Oh my bad. I want to be passive aggressive. Um, do you want to be a storyteller? Kind of. I want to talk about my experience. How about you? You want to talk about I just want to talk about what happened. Okay. Which is subjective. Where do you want to start? Well, this is what's new in paradise. Yes. So what's new in paradise is that it's been like two weeks since we've recorded. Correct. And that has had a lot to do with the fact that we have been moving out of our house mucho busy mucho mucho busy what else was happening there was we moved out of the house we had the yard sale book tour kickoff book tour kickoff what the fuck my book yoke which you can get anywhere the books are sold came out what's it true story true story it came out that couldn't have been just last week two weeks ago two weeks ago okay heard so yoke came out two weeks ago maybe a little more What's up? Maybe a little. No, about two. No, it came out on the 22nd of June. And we're recording today on the 7th of July. 7th of July. So, Yoke coming out was big. I mean, like, it, the actual, like, launch of it required a lot of focus and attention. I was on Good Morning America. Hey. That was very exciting. Hell yeah. Um, That was. Robert? Being interviewed by Robin Roberts was definitely a... I've had a lot of career high points in the last couple weeks. Like, it's... And it's just been happening so quickly on top. And the shit has been flying at the same time. It's like, gold disc, giant pile of shit. Gold disc in the pile of shit? (laughs) Like, I don't know. It's just been, like, a lot happening so that I haven't really processed it. But that was definitely one of them. And um, there's just been a lot... Because everything has been so crazy, I have had to be myself. (laughs) this Mm. whole time like at work like in a way that I think like I did not I only wore makeup for Good Morning America because they had a makeup artist everything else I have not worn makeup for 
Because I don't, I'm not doing all this. Like, I do like wearing makeup sometimes, but it does not feel like a requirement by any means in my life. You're stunning. And, well, yeah, I feel like I'm good with the way that I look. And I'm totally. like, I don't need to do anything about this. And I also, the part of why I have so many clothes or had so many clothes <laughs> was that I'd like to be able to dress whatever thing I need to do. And it's pretty much like dressing for my different personalities, depending on mm-hmm. what kind of environment I'm going to be in this could be for you and um this past week i literally like or these past couple weeks i've been wearing the same outfits over and over again and i'm just like this is what i look like this is what i'm doing like this is what my hair looks like i'm just living and that has been magnificent what about you the past two i mean i think i wish i had a word for it but i think i've just been in this mode of like transition maybe that's a good enough word but um i've had a lot it feels like time sort of slows down and i'm just like like in the matrix or something it's like seeing between the movements of the cells or something in part because it all feels so chaotic and so intense and so um grinding that I think doing much else is like wasted energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe. Um, not, it's not as calculated as that. It's literally just like cons- conservation. It's like conservation of my energy. But um, I'm like, and a younger me would, would say scared, like that I'm mm. in a consistent state of like fear. But I think that's the same person who would call a lot of the sensation in yoga pain oh definitely do you know what i mean absolutely so it's not pain it's not fear it's like awareness what is ani defranco there's a song ani defranco says uh oh she says keep your eye on that one anticipate i feel like it's this interesting anticipation i'm just Mm -hmm. sort of like something's coming i know that difference is coming change is upon us like whatever will be will be i'm just like very interested to see what it will be (laughs) you know but i'm not trying to force it because i think then I can name a handful of times I won't, but I could name a handful of times that the lesson, a painful lesson was don't push this. Mm. Don't decide that you know better and you want to make it what you think it should be. Mm. Just let it become. And that's part of the okay. Also, do you know what I mean? Like it's all a similar thing, but I have been as a Ram. That's gotta be hard. Low grade scared. Yeah. Of the newness, which is not my personality at all. I'm always interested in newness. I always want the new thing. I'm so fascinated by what it's going to be like. What is it going to shimmer the same way? Is it going to, what it's going to sound like? Like, am I going to, you know, like, I'm just always curious with newness and interested. And I'm kind of like, you're good. I'm good. Okay. Let's just, yes. Okay. All right. Okay. 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 You know what I mean? Yes. I'm not... Come on, come on, come on, come on. Let's do this. Dash from uh, The Incredibles. That's what you call me. 100% Dash. Yeah, I'm not Dash this, these last couple of weeks. Have you noticed? Yes, but I wouldn't have said it the same way in the sense mm-hmm. that you have still seemed like Dash to me. Mm. Dash with uh, April's hair. Is that her name? Violet. Violet. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, her hair is so important. It was the thing that made me realize what all their superpowers meant. That mm. she wants to be invisible is like this very teenage girl thing. Absolutely. And the hair is such a huge And the hair of. covers her face. Yeah. Anyway, I love that movie. Why is it so good? The Incredibles is an incredible movie. <laughs> 
Jack Jack is my favorite well, for that. sure. I love Kari yeah. the babysitter. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> no, the my favorite. Did we watch? Did you watch Incredibles too? I tried. Did you watch Jack Jack scene? Maybe I think that was a short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Song, it came on yeah. beforehand. Yeah, for sure. it's just everything with Kari the babysitter. No, Jack Jack and the raccoon. Oh, maybe not. Oh my god, this is the most amazing thing. And that you can to. pause this podcast and watch it. Go Google it. Yeah, Go Jack Jack Google scene. It. Jack Jack with a raccoon. Jack Jack. This Jack Jack got in a fight with a raccoon outside their yes. house, and he electrocuted Mr. it. You can see its skeleton. He's doing all kinds of shit. He multiplies into different. <laughs> he becomes so the idea though, the family dynamics idea behind that is mm-hmm. that the the baby of the family could become anything. Mm-hmm. Like they hold all of the aspirations of the whole family because you know the one is already doing that, and the other one's already taking care of the mom or whatever you know. But that the baby of the family is like Jack. Jack can turn into fire. He can become like a god up here <laughs> jack jack can do anything and that raccoon was like what the fuck man the raccoon was here to play for a little bit and the raccoon was like no this is no mm-mm. and i was like i feel you raccoon hey jessamine have you ever trimmed your pubes yeah but that was before my mom told me that shaving was for white girls uh, okay well uh <laughs> i do it regularly okay yeah i don't shave it though like other white girls because the regrowth on that is exceptionally itchy and painful Ooh, have you ever cut yourself yes Ew. it was emotionally pretty awful for me too if only she had gotten the manscaped perfect package 3.0 um perfect package is a very cute double entendre so in this perfect package they send the trimmer, which they call the Lawnmower 3.0, has what they call skin safe technology. Basically, they made it so you won't cut your tender parts anymore. Ouch. Okay, so I use it this morning actually, and it really works. It's lightweight and it's nimble and it has a light on the end of it, just for a little light on the subject. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Well, when you were done, did you use the anti-chafing ball deodorant? I did. And let me tell you, not a chafe in sight since I put it on. It also smells like men's cologne, which I really like. Oh, nice. Yeah, no, totally. I wonder if I should get this for my brother. Is that something you would do? I probably would, but my brother is crass and vulgar. What do you think your brother would say? So he probably already has one. Wait, why does he probably have one? Because, you know, he's a fastidious gay man who probably takes care of his balls on his own. But maybe he'd like a special something, something. Special something, something. Well, they also sent a pair of Manscaped boxers Mm because everyone needs a good pair of fresh undies. Yeah. Well, if you out there want your balls to be as fresh and smooth as my girlfriend's, get you a Perfect Package 3.0 or any of the other amazing products at manscaped.com and use code Jessamine at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. That's offer code Jessamine, J-E-S-S-A-M-Y-N for 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Whatever you call your parts, they'll thank you for this gift. Also, your brother will potentially thank you for this gift. Yeah, probably. Okay, you this past week have absolutely been the way that you were describing weeks. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking that has got to be very difficult for a ram to be. It, it, it When you said that about the new and pushing the thing to happen, it was more clear to me the ram than, than it, I think it has ever been. It's like, y'all have to do that. Like, you literally 
push on things. That is your thing. <clears throat> the last few weeks you've told me, and this I'm pushing us into mm-hmm. the story, but that I've, that I, what did you say? I orchestrated the whole thing. You totally did. That's that. That's that ram. That's the pushing Absolutely. into the unknown because I don't want to sit with like wondering. Yeah. And that is a huge regret. Okay, so that leads to one of the things that has happened in the last couple weeks. Well, okay, we got ready for the yard sale. I think that's just important. Oh my goodness, the yard sale was just days leading up to this massive yard sale where we sold everything we own, basically, except for the things we said that are in storage unit and in this RV right now, Mm -hmm. which meant it was a lot of prep. It did mean that we had a lot of chaos going into the weekend, and I felt like. Uh, it was really stressful. Yeah. Everything was really stressful. Like sleepless nights, like a lot of hard yeah. work, like ever, all of this was on top of shit we were already doing, plus the book tour. Literally. All of it was in preparation to move out, which meant like after really a yard not sale. Just tour, but launch. Yeah. Launch, right? Mm-hmm. After a yard sale, you've got a lot of stuff left over. People don't buy everything typically. Mm-hmm. And so then you have to deal with all of that, then cleaning, then unrenovating our kitchen literally um which meant mostly like pulling um contact paper off of cabinets and countertops but um stuff we didn't want to do especially with the manner in which we were being um we were leaving that space it was all Mm. just all just felt kind of bad but the yard sale was really chaotic we had people in like an estate sale as opposed to taking things out like a yard Mm. sale which it offered a whole new host of things. So many people in the house, like more people were in that house than have ever been in that house. Like at one time. Oh yes. yeah. Like certainly since me and other partner have lived there. The there, whole time. People were definitely doing the whole like, <clears throat> okay, the only way we're going to get around this together is if we both move at the same time. Mm. Like touch each other, move. Is that right? Let go. Yeah. There's wow. like so many people in the Damn. hallways and things like that. Totally. We closed off the top of the house and at one point in the yard sale we realized it was, st- well, you and I had discussed the fact that you being there might be an issue oh God. And it was for people who wanted to talk to you and stuff, but mostly for you wanting to have autonomy and not having to be tied down. You're not super great at telling people it's really to get hard away from for me, you, to, which yeah. I feel you. Yeah. And then I feel some responsibility sometimes, which I don't need to, but I also am kind of like, sometimes I do need to be like, Hey, Jessamine, you have to tell this person to, it's that, just the, convers- very... the 25 minute conversation has to be over by now because I need you for something, you know? And they're not respecting you mm-hmm. or your boundaries or your time. And they don't mean to be. Really, yeah, they literally don't mean to be. But like people just want they're like, like I can say like, well, I guess I don't usually. But I feel like I can say, yeah, you know, I've got to go. And they will just follow me. Literally. So it's like it's better for me to just not be there. But I didn't realize that until. Well, you realize it when you did. And then you. Yeah. We sequestered you upstairs, which yeah. was great because all the different <laughs> workers needed water breaks and weed mm-hmm. breaks and it was a perfect place to be received by you it and was fantastic um and so in that time a lot of people came through the house people it we, was the queer event it was of the day the <laughs> queerest <laughs> fucking pride parade clothing fucking. sale also like the number of fat people who were like you can i can never buy clothes at a yard sale yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> what i mean so, so many fat femmes were like I'm so these sad love, that I missed um, that I missed that, that people part can't of it. act right. No, 
um, because I feel that like I can never buy clothes at a yard sale. And so it's that was the most exciting part of the yard sale for me was that people would come in and literally just like some shit that I'd be like, oh, my God, can you please just take this? And they'd be like, gladly. This is amazing. I'm so excited about this. Like being able to make people happy like that made me really happy. I think also the I think also like the black fat femmes who were like, you know, posting about the Ivy Park that they got and all the different stuff. Oh, like, yeah. I think that's just not, it doesn't happen all that often. And I'm so, so upset that I didn't check Jessamine's Closet Instagram afterwards. <laughs> I thought about that yesterday. I was like, oh, oh man. Anyway, please whatever. Um, lessons learned. Yeah. Uh, it was a it was a blast. It was exhausting. A lot of people came through who people we haven't seen in a long time, people we've never met before, whatever. And um, a lot of people came through. Yes, a lot oh of people. God, it was the best. That was fun. Like on the actual day, the lead up to it was really Hell. intense. We thought about there were so many things that needed to be decided at the very last minute that were like big things that need to be figured out. But like by the end, we all had our bandanas on that made it like like we're a team. Oh, that's right. You know? Everybody who was working wore the same bandana in yeah. a different style. I'm mad we didn't get a picture of that because that would have been <sighs> fucking great. literally. And Whatever like, we had, had memories. Yeah, it was it's a great memory, honestly. Yeah, for sure. And like like everybody came through. Um, our friend who takes care of Baby Shark sometimes, Baby oh, yeah. Shark's godmother. Yeah, she came through. Heard Baby Shark screaming, took him. Um, Baby our, Shark our was friend, not happy with all of the strangers <laughs> that he didn't have access to. The cats were like, "I would be flaming." <laughs> Literally, whatever. Our friend that came through that is taking care of some of my plants mm-hmm. came through and took the plants and also took back some <laughs> pants that she had given me that I was then selling in the yard sale. Come on. You gotta know about a yard sale. I love that one of our videographers who we love dearly. So dearly. Um, who is a big fan of this show. Shout out to you, Shout girl. out to you, Janice Ian. Ah, shout out. Big Dog Little Bed Productions. Big Smith. Dog Little Smith. Bed Productions. Janice Smith. Yeah. So a friend of mine <laughs> showed up at the yard sale who <clears throat> I've known a long time. You've never met, met once. You maybe met once. I've met this person yeah. one other time. But y'all did a little flirting online, right? Before no. they showed up. I don't, I do not agree with this idea that if you like somebody's pictures. If you like the last 20 photos that somebody I do posted that on Instagram. Everybody. If I really am enjoying but somebody's you know, content. This is so annoying to me because like it's a communication when you communicate something to somebody. And if you know that what that signals. I don't know that. We've talked to, about this. Well, only because of, of that. But that's not. okay. But you don't believe me or you think I'm lying or you think I'm not culturally tuned in. This is what I think that I do things that other people don't do and very often people will be like oh this is a standard this is a norm and i'll be like that has no relevance in my life i don't acknowledge that and i'll do something completely different and i'm like it's not because i uh, i get that that is seen as flirting okay anyway so when (laughs) so after the yard sale a bunch of us went out and got drinks and then i don't remember exactly i think that me and my friend maybe went out later and you joined us and then they joined us, the two of us, back home. Yes. For sexy time. That was not my understanding of what was going to be happening. I feel like sure. the flirting was happening so robustly when we were out that it kind of just made sense, right? You, were expe- you weren't expecting it at all? It was totally out of the blue for you? Okay. <laughs> Here's the deal. I don't prefer a threesome. In general, we've talked about this. We've talked. We've talked about that on this. We show. We have a whole show. 
Thank from God. From last season, episode three. Threesome I'm so City. Glad you know. Threesome City. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm anti threesome. Uh, I just think the number is awkward. And I think that unless all three people are coming from a grounded place within themselves and in their own relationships, and ideally that they are not in a relationship with each other at all. None of I think I've never had this happen, but this is these are the the weather that I think would give the best. You're really outcome. setting the story up. Well, okay, because this is my thing about a threesome. If you are a twosome that decides to get with a third, it's always going to be some shit. So I don't run toward it. Sure. My thing is that if I want to fuck somebody, I will just try to fuck them. Like that's not, I won't try to involve my partner because I don't, I'm not trying to have that. Like I think that I can have what I have with my partner and I can have what I have. I've had a lot of threesomes like like i've had enough threesomes to know that like this is almost invariably going to happen especially if there are vaginas in the space so <laughs> like, if there's you, not vaginas that's a separate situation did you have a threesome? okay this is the, what i'm trying to tell you is why i know that i was not trying to make like when we went back to the house mm-hmm. i was like we're just kicking it and like yeah i'm flirting with this person your friend but I also feel like it's fine. You know, like it doesn't need to be anything more than us flirting and a very words only kind of flirt. But you. OK, <laughs> OK, let's actually. So we get back to the house and your friend is kind of a handsy person in general. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of into that. And you are not generally bothered by that with them anyway. Mm-hmm. So they were being handsy, but I was like, I mean, it's literally whatever. I'm not like trying, I'm not trying to have sex with this person. Honestly, like that wasn't super clear. I don't think to them or to me. What the fuck do I need to put on a sign that says like uh, apathetic about a threesome <laughs> or apathetic about having sex. Okay. So this is what, what it felt like was happening from, from my perspective mm-hmm. was that I thought that you two had had a conversation about how, cause this has also happened to me before where two friends will be like two friends, one of whom I'm in a relationship with mm-hmm. will decide that it would be a great idea for the three of us to have a threesome. And so then they'll just try to like make it happen. Mm-hmm. But it was like, they were planning it the whole time. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought was happening with y'all. So, when this person was being handsy, I was like, okay, heard. And then the three of us were like, this, then when they laid on top of the two of us, they like laid with their back on your lap when you were sitting and I was sitting next to you. That's when I especially thought that y'all had had a conversation Mm -hmm. about it because it was like, everyone is being very handsy. The only conversation that happened was you had gotten up and like stepped over their body basically, to go to the bathroom or something. And while you did that, they're kind of a misogynist. Like, every woman that would be near us with their back to us, if they had a big ass, or if she had a big ass, my friend would, and does this. And it makes me uncomfortable, and I don't say enough. I'm not kidding you. Totally. I don't do this. I literally don't. And you know I don't. And it really... Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, I was raised by separatist lesbians. Like, it's a pretty different upbringing than, like, trying to emulate, like, masculinity. Mm -hmm. Like, even especially, like, a real cultural masculinity that, like, isn't my culture, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, 
it was weird. You walked over them. They put their hand up to your ass as though they were going to touch your ass Mm -hmm. and then like looked at me and bit their lip. And I was like, right. She has an amazing ass. I gotcha. And when you were gone, I was like, I mean, don't, you don't have to like play pretend. Like if you want to touch her ass, like I'm sure you could either do it or ask her, you know what I mean? Like you don't have to do that. And this is my Ram. This is my Aries, right? I could have left that out. I could have left that alone, but that's pretty much the only conversation we had about it. And, um, then I think they, when you came back over, they did. Mm -hmm. And then they started initiating that. And like, you know, they're, they're kind of like, they're the kind of person that like, they'll do something and then look at you like, is this, do you want to say no? Yeah. So I think they were doing that. And then they were sort of pushing the envelope on that ticket, you know, towards you. I didn't really feel like they were <clears throat> engaging with me when they laid down. I think they were mm. mostly, they laid on that. your lap and like started touching your body, not mm. mine. So um, there was a lot that I just would have done differently. But <laughs> when we went upstairs to go to bed, um, I was sort of like on the outside and they were in the middle and you were on the other outside. Mm. And y'all started getting sexy with each other and okay Mm-mm. is that wrong N- yes okay, okay. so they were in the center i laid on my side you reached over me start touching me so that inclusive action mm. made me feel like oh, okay so we're having a threesome now. <laughs> okay it happens sometimes and this is literally i would just like to say for the listener this is the night of my birthday this is literally the, the night that i turned in <clears throat> yeah right. it's no like it was it was that morning right we, it's yeah. like after midnight on my birthday so i'm in bed with two very like i mean smoking hot like very attractive butch is butches mm-hmm. butches as a femme as a queer femme i ask the audience i ask you what do you do in such a situation? What does a human being do? It does not matter. We do not. We are not concerned about like you, the politics of it. It's our birthday. This is called a birthday. Okay, <laughs> It is our birthday. Okay. Absolutely. We're turning. This is the 34th year of life. It is a birthday gift. We're getting it from on. God to Butches, I'm telling you, hoes are out here married to straight men because they cannot pull a butch. Do you understand yeah. me right now? Two. And it's also like two different ice cream flavors. I can't. It was too much. It was too much. I had to go. It's like. I know you, you did. You must I was proud go. of you. Thank you. And I've I was said proud this. of me. This is a high point in my life. I've said this over and over and over again. I knew your always telling me i mean smoking hot are you hearing me (laughs) smoking she's very hot you you plus her oh my god it's like two different it was a travesty i haven't really been able to talk about this (laughs) it's one of the greatest things that That it didn't go down the way it could have so i knew when it was time for me to go Mm -hmm. and when it was time to let the birthday give be you know a birthday gift and not full of like my feelings or something i wasn't having feelings about y'all fucking Mm -hmm. at all which was nice finally again to remember the sensation of being happy for you and your pleasure it has been so hard to wrap my head around why i've been so jealous with you and Mm -hmm. i have some sense of why more lately and it has a lot to do with the way that our communication sort of triggers like loss in me or lack of communication i should say um but like letting go trying to let go of that more intentionally 
I'm like back. I'm like, thank God. Like, I don't identify with all this weird jealousy that I offer. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just not my history. It's not my, it's not my thing. So it felt so good to be like, oh my gosh, I should go. Mm. This isn't for me. Maybe this is just for y'all. Great. I'm going to go. And so I, I got you, I got your ear. No. (laughs) Can I pop in? Oh, sure. So this is what happened. Uh, You would put your hand over me. We're touching. First of all, you started fucking me, which was amazing. And every it was exactly, it was right on time, right? Mm-hmm. Because this other person is like touching me on top. We're having, I'm not really like trying to fuck this other person. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, I'm kind of, or I'm really not trying to like. That changed quick. What? God. No, I'm just saying like, I like the lead up. I'm very, mm-hmm. I really enjoy foreplay, but the most, I like the, I like the flirtation of it. Mm-hmm. I don't need to have sex with someone like I'm good because what is it going to be the first time we don't know each other. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be us trying to figure it out. But I mean, again, like birthday threesome, you go with it. So threesome part I'm really here for. You're inside of me. They're on top. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm blessed. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden you're not inside of me, which. okay. then you're all of a sudden not in the bed anymore. And you're on my ear talking about. You said, I wish I could remember the exact phrasing. You told me the next day, I said exactly what you needed to hear. No, I said exactly you did. the right thing. You said exactly the right thing, but it was, I was like, this bitch for real right now. You said, um, I'm going to go, don't make a scene. <laughs> Just, I can't remember. I said, I'm going to go, everything's okay, don't make yeah. a scene. I love you. Yes. Happy birthday. Yes. And then I left. And honestly, Kylie, I feel like that could be the cliffhanger to end this episode. Would you, do you mind reading this? No, I don't mind. Okay. Dear Jessamine is produced by Tinderfire Media. Follow us on Instagram at Dear Jessamine and find and follow the show on Spotify. There's a bunch more info on this episode, like behind the scenes content, transcriptions, how to find us and our team and more at DearJessamine.com. Our editor and producer is Kylie Roberts. Chaz Van Hoos and Melody Menage do our social media. Janie Leppard does our episode art and Fruit Snack does our music. Anna Rooney makes sure the boat doesn't capsize. And my co-host and partner is Ash Danger Phoenix. I'm your host, Jessamine Stanley. No one should be in jail for weed. Thanks so much. Can you please throw that oh down a barge or on a fucking, <laughs> can you put it into a bear's mouth or is there any way that you could use it to oh shield God. yourself from a bullet? I was talking to somebody yesterday. <laughs> what the fuck? I was talking to somebody yesterday who was talking, I was telling her about the trip and she said that uh, we had to make sure to get bear spray and that she didn't yeah. want to scare me with her bear stories. Oh, and I was like, you don't have to. Cause no, that's real. I actually saw it at Costco the other day. I was like, is it too early? early? I don't think so. No. I think if they had it at a local Costco, it's Could've not been. too early. Cause I feel like I remember somebody saying that there were black bears in North Hills of Raleigh or some shit like that. Yeah. But bears are like snakes kind of like, they really don't want you unless they're really hungry, in which case you want to have bear spray. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should consider getting some bear. Not, spray. It's not even a consideration what's happening when I get back to Durham. Literally. Tender fire. Drop page. Drop page.